This is Ellie and you are listening to the Meat and Potatoes Tarot Podcast. A big welcome to everyone who's joining for the first time and also a very big thank you and welcome to my wonderful supporters who are watching the video version on Patreon. Today we're going to be taking a look at the Major Arcana card, which is the High Priestess. Now the High Priestess is a complement to the Magician, and you'd already know that if you've watched Episode 1, which is the Fool's Journey. I would urge you that if you haven't listened to Episode 1 yet, that you do that first, because it gives you a really nice broad context with which to delve into these individual cards with more confidence. Okay, so let's take a look at the High Priestess card. There really is no other card in the Rider Waite deck that better illustrates the theory of a single creator than the High Priestess. The material world is filled with concepts of polarity and individualism, but the second major arcana card possesses the combined wisdom of many source theologies to know that we are simply components of a single creation. There are many symbolized expressions within the High Priestess that demonstrate this point. And when we get to the symbols, you'll be able to see exactly what I mean. So let's take a look at the High Priestess card. A woman sits upright between two stone-leaded pillars. Behind her, is a veil of palm trees and pomegranates, which obscures the scene behind it. The moon is depicted in her horned headdress and the crescent at her feet. A large cross is affixed to her blue and white robes and she holds a lettered scroll in her lap. In the upright position, the High Priestess represents intuition, knowledge, secrets and mystery, and going within. So if you're seeking answers, you look within yourself. In the reverse position, the High Priestess represents confidence issues. It can be a superficial or predatory card, and it can also be about emerging from depression or activating a release of some kind. The stone pillars are labelled B, which stands for Boaz, and J, which stands for Jackin or Yakin. This comes from the Old Testament reference to the first temple. You'll see one of them is black and one of them is grey or white. And this refers to a Chinese philosophy called yin and yang, which is about uh, the concept of opposite but interconnected forces. It also represents balance and diversity. You'll see that the High Priestess is holding a lettered scroll with the letters T-O-R-A. This is a reference to the Torah, which is a sacred Jewish text, and it also uh, relates to a knowledge of one's own life. 
The high priestess is wearing a cross, which represents religion, spirituality, values, and Christianity. She has a flowing blue and white robe, which represents the rhythm of the moon and the tides, linking to intuition. Um, and also, you'll see here the moon headdress and the crescent moon, which is another link to the moon and a reference to the clothing. Uh, the blue and white also represents virginity and truth. Now, the moon headdress and the crescent moon are about life cycles or cyclical stages, about nighttime. It can be about spirituality and subconsciousness and also potency as well. And as you can see, the pomegranate veil obscures the other world or it obscures the spiritual world and represents our inability at this point to see beyond anything which is material in nature. You'll see also this is represented by the yellow in which the priestess, the high priestess is still grounded to a yellow earth which represents a connection to the previous card, the magician which has the yellow sky. There are symbols in the High Priestess which are also seen in other major arcana cards. For example, the pillars appear in the Hierophant and Justice. The pomegranates um, are also represented in the Empress card. And the moon appears in the moon. If you were to ask me, what is the overall theme that I believe the High Priestess is all about? What I would say is, you are what you know, believe, understand, value, trust, inquire of, and reveal to yourself. So that was the High Priestess card. If you haven't quite figured out the complementary elements yet, I urge you to go and listen to the magician description and compare it to the high priestess description. You'll be able to see that they have that yin and yang type of element where they complement but are opposite to each other. That is a big part of the concept of balance within tarot. So slowly we're learning. In the next episode, I'm going to be looking at the Empress followed by the Emperor card, both also complementary cards to each other. If you'd like to see me put my knowledge of tarot into practice, I air a daily video on the Ellie Dreams Done Under channel on YouTube. I cover a wide variety of different topics, including US politics, world affairs, I do personal readings, I look at mysteries and the unexplained as well. And I also take viewer requests. So I hope one day to see you there. In the meantime, thank you so much for joining me in this podcast and take care.